0: Hey there, welcome back. It's Kathleen. This is this insecure life and I don't know if this will be a crazy long episode. Um, it's back to school week, so I thought we would just dive right in to that. I mean we can do a touch in, check in <laughs> um, how you're feeling. Did that like little thought exercise help last week? If there was sort of one insecurity you were working on, have you found sort of any coping mechanisms that work for you? I'm going to be honest, I didn't really choose one thing and the last week has been pretty busy overall, but also has like had a lot of chill time. And when I have chill time is usually when I get stuck in my head. And, uh, yeah, I've been feeling that a lot. So just like really trying to not react based on the thoughts or feelings that are coming up. That's sort of been my challenge, I want to say, in the last week, just giving giving space for things to just be. and um and talking them out with less emotion than normal (laughs) which if if you know me and if you've been following along it can be a challenge because I am definitely very emotionally driven or I switch completely opposite and I'm completely rational so finding that sort of balance between the two to make sure that they work together and uh it keeps keeps the insecurity in check. Um, sometimes, I have been feeling really insecure in a lot of different ways. And to be completely honest, going back to school time, beginning of September, has always been extraordinarily hard for me. Change and transitions are definitely one of my triggers, um, which is weird because the only constant we have in life is change, right? Things are constantly in flux and that's anything from what you do day to day to how your relationships are approached or um even like if you have the same coffee shop you go to and so you see the same barista every day and that gets switched up it can like throw you off right you have your routine we are creatures of habit and while there's a lot of good in that um And there's signs to back up that, like, we are technically more productive when we do have routine and that balance. I mean, everyone's different and things change and being able to, like, go with the flow when you're in your routine, your everyday go-to can be really difficult. Um, I've said it before and I will likely continue to say it, but it's kind of different when I'm out of my space, um moving and exploring and checking things out, um, in a different location, whether that is a work location or a new city, um, a new restaurant, even sometimes you can like shake things up a little bit more rather than like you go to your, I have, (laughs) I have a breakfast place that I go to, um, where they like know my order. So if you go somewhere new, you take time to look at the menu you take time to evaluate um, and can be a little bit more creative so change isn't always a bad thing that being said <laughs> this time of year has always been super hard for me like I love back to school and I definitely do really well when I'm in school um, I thrive on the little bit of structure but more on the challenges that um, face me. So I'm not going back to school right now, <laughs> though it is a consideration, as most things are. And it's strange. I will say that my nephews just started school this week, and um, you just like look at a situation where your child or a child in your life is going for the first time and while they may not use the terminology of like I'm feeling insecure there's there's nerves there right it's a new thing it's a little bit scary um and then it can filter out into the parents like I checked in with my sister because there's obviously a lot of emotions and feelings for her and that that fear or that insecurity of what what if someone says something to my kids, or what if they have a bad experience, and there are so many unknowns for those first days that it can be pretty anxiety inducing um and that goes for you know j k junior kindergarten e c e Uh, first day of daycare, but it could also be like your first day of high school, which was kind of terrifying for me in a lot of ways. Um, My brother's two years older than me, so when I was in grade nine, he was in grade 11. But we have a fairly (laughs) standoffish relationship, meaning I've always just taken care of myself, and we pretty much ignore each other in school, Um, which is what happened. But... It was an experience, and uh, I will say that I've always looked older, so I didn't look like a minor niner, and I missed out on a lot of the hazing that took place on the buses, which you can look at as being a good thing or a bad thing. Um, I was pretty okay with it. I don't really enjoy being the center of attention in situations like that. But starting a new school, that's really big. I came from an elementary school that was like 350 people and went to a high school of 2,000 people. It's like an exponential growth. That's nerve-wracking. And then if you go and jump to your first day of college or university, and again, likelihood is most of the time you're going to do another exponential growth. Where there's so many people and so many things to factor in, how quickly you're going to get to class. Are you actually going to enjoy what you've chosen? Luckily this week for most institutions in Canada, I think in the States, and I'm not sure about elsewhere, um, they start a little bit earlier, but this week is Frosh Week or Uh, In my case, when I got back to Queens, it was uh, Newt's Week. So new exchange, ooh, I don't remember what the W is, and then transfer students. Um, And so because I did my first year overseas, I got into this like unique week, which honestly I signed up the day of because I'm stubborn and... My mom was encouraging me to do it and I just didn't want to. And it turned out to be really good. And I didn't want to do it because I was nervous. It was, you know, I had already made friends. I didn't feel like I needed to do it again. I knew Queens well enough. My sister went there. My brother went there. Um, we had spent a lot of March breaks in Kingston. So I didn't really need the orientation aspect of it. But it was a really good time and actually connected me to people that I would never have met otherwise. And I'm not really in touch with any of the people I made friends with that week. Um, so anyone who was on exchange, I mean, I think they're still on my Facebook and some of my social media. But we haven't really super connected, but it's still a really interesting experience to Face, you know, the first week at a new place with other people who are in the exact same situation as you. So you all have those insecurities of, well, how quickly can I get to class? Or how am I going to actually make friends? And that's something that just gets harder as you get older, I think. But taking the opportunities to social activities and create these small communities which is what it was we became you know small groups that did activities together or competed against each other Um, and then you would go out we would do daytime trips or have dinners out on the town and it it gives you that little bit of security in an ever-changing environment so as much as things are not the same moment by moment in that first week you know there's other people along for the ride with you. Um, I will say that as much as school transitions and this sort of back to school, back to routine has always been an extraordinarily hard thing for me um, I definitely thrive on it and being in school um has never made me feel overly insecure that being said there have definitely been times where my perfectionism has come out and things don't feel good enough or I expected to get higher grades and I didn't and you know, there's always reasons behind it. Sometimes it's just I wasn't sleeping or studying, <laughs> and sometimes there's bigger things happening um, in life, deaths or uh, medical emergencies, and families, or just like having a hard time. And so, if all of this, this sort of going back to school, this getting settled back into a routine, um makes you feel a little bit off kilter. you know you you had a great summer being a little bit more wild and free. Um, you took some great vacation and coming back to it feels really heavy or hard or stirs up something in you that makes you... Feel anxious or unhappy then maybe it's a good time to really evaluate what it is that you want to do next is this what you want to be doing whether that is a school program or whether it's settling back into your work routine is there something that would make those feelings less or more and just like really giving the space to reflect, to check in. Um, we're not quite there yet, but we're coming into harvest season shortly. So while it will likely stay pretty hot, <laughs> whoo, whoo, global warming, um, it's coming up to the end of summer, right? September 21st is that sort of date but a lot of people mark it by with labor day which has come and passed. um but it it's that sort of like hunkering down period right you start to get cozy before the winter you start to do all those things to get prepped to just sort of ground and reflect and be a little bit more still once cold weather hits or i mean if you're in australia you're coming into summer so have fun enjoy be free um but yeah like periods of transition periods of change especially ones that are sort of the same every year regardless of whether you have kids in your life or regardless of whether you're going back to school everyone gets swept up into the back to school fever because it's a huge part of our society right so you're going to have seen articles about quick and easy lunches for kids or quick and easy work lunches or the segments on tv we all are a part of these trends whether we actively engage or not and it is kind of cool in that sense because as much as you're going through all these things alone we're not ever completely alone (laughs) And you can cue whatever creepy music you want on that. (laughs) Um, Point being, it is a good time to just sort of reevaluate. Do some reflection if meditation's your thing. Do some short meditations. Um, I have been trying to do some purging. So in like July, I got rid of like six bags of clothes. And um, recently I just got rid of another three. So you don't have to do these things in the spring. You can like get yourself set up at what any, whatever point in time like works for you. And I think any sort of period of transition so between seasons, right, which is why spring cleaning is such a thing. After winter, it's like shake out the cobwebs. But you can do it between summer and fall. You can do it between fall and winter. Any time that there's an actual transition in the world, it's a really cool place to just reassess. Um, also, <laughs> we only have three more planets in retrograde. So thank God for that. I think they're all coming out shortly. Saturn just went straight or out of retrograde rather um, on the 5th the evening of the 5th which I did a whole lot of reading about last night because I hadn't really I'm always more concerned about Mercury because it really fucks with technology and communications Um, but Saturn can too the other thing that came up with Saturn though was that it like forces you to essentially reassess your life. And I don't know, what I read basically was like, you now need to be an adult. Um, and it specifically said that for people in the like 27 to 30 age group. So this is sort of our time to let those like roots take shape and uh, enjoy, I guess getting out of that like weird sticky period for a lot of people between school and like true adulthood. That's all in air quotes, by the way, (laughs) because I don't think anyone actually ever becomes a true adult. Um, That would be really sad, at least in my opinion. Like, yes, there are responsibilities we need to do and face and, and touch base with and all of that but to never enjoy what's actually going on around us or within us is kind of a shitty thought so that is my assessment of Saturn coming out of retrograde and um yeah uh if you are honestly struggling this week because you've you've headed back into a routine or a new classroom or a new job and it's spiking any of those things that you worry about regarding yourself just take a deep breath it sounds so so simple Um, and I really do struggle with it but it's always my go-to when anyone is sort of panicking, but not having, you know, panic attacks, anxiety attacks, which you can approach completely differently. Sometimes breathing really deep can actually make those worse. But if you're just like really stuck in your head, you're having trouble figuring out the next thing or the, action that will work best for you next really just taking a really deep whatever deep is for you inhale and then elongating the exhale and like physically touching the body so one hand on the belly one hand on the heart so you can feel the effect can be a really good way to just get regrounded and then you can continue to breathe or you may feel ready to make a decision an action you may feel steady enough in who you are after that breath that um, you're good to go but in our society of constant go and back to school season is a time of go 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 it's like necessary to take those timeouts and those breathers and those breaks like There's a reason that, in elementary school anyways, there's recess built into the day because kids need breaks. And we don't grow out of that as adults. We don't grow out of needing space to play or explore or just, I don't know. Sometimes I would just lay in the field (laughs) and look at the sky. Do nothing right there's there needs to be space for that because if you constantly go you're not creating time for your body to grow for your mind to grow for you to really figure out who you are the slowing down period which is kind of what we transition to after right once you get through harvest there's that slowing down period you get the fields ready for winter um most things <laughs> slow down after fall right there's i mean there's there's always sports and activities going on but it's not the same there's this like weird frenzied energy about summer where we have to pack everything in because there's more daylight and there's sunshine and it's warm and hot and everyone just Feels the need to be outside and doing things. And then it slows. It sort of peters off in the fall into the winter, and we're getting there. But taking the time that you need throughout that is so, so important. And um, it helps stepping back and trying to look at our anxieties and our insecurities. And our emotions and our thoughts and just sort of watching them <laughs> can be really eye-opening. We don't need to manipulate any of these things, right? It's, it's a weird like, brain being aware of the brain type deal, which is, I think, a very human thing. And it doesn't necessarily make things better or worse. But it does change our perspective. At least it really changes mine. And again, I'm not not the greatest at this. I will work myself into a tizzy. And I have been in some really weird moods lately that I'm not even sure what I would call them. There's not really labels that fit. Um... The other thing that helps <laughs> and has always helped at back to school time for me is really making sure that I'm getting enough sleep. And if I am getting worked up, taking a nap, <laughs> like putting an actual pause. I'm going to say this though my default is to have a nap. And uh, the last week I was having naps. And waking up and like being refreshed for like an hour, an hour and a half and not um, having that energy continue throughout the day. And then instead of a nap, one day I took a bath and this might not work for you. Baths may not be your thing, but the relaxation while awake and I would just had music on, I wasn't on my phone. Just like, sitting and mulling and daydreaming and letting the mind sort of wander. And it wasn't, I wouldn't call it a meditation because in meditation it's sort of like you stop the thoughts or like that can be the purpose um, in a lot of meditations. But this was just letting the brain go, but being calm about it, right? Not glomming on, just watching, being there. And then having those like thoughts that are like, oh, that's, that's interesting. I think that or feel that. That actually energized me way more. I had been having a lot of like shoulder and neck tension. What, what stress? And um, after that, it essentially dissipated. So while I am a huge proponent of naps, and I dig them real hard, I'm also realizing that sometimes completely shutting your brain down isn't the solution that is needed to actually process what's going on. So find those safe places for you. If that is, you know, putting on a podcast and walking down the street and like maybe you're not really listening to the podcast completely, but it is guiding the thought patterns. Cool. Or maybe not even doing that. Maybe it is music and walking, or maybe it is going to the gym and, like, giving yourself an hour of just, like, a reclining stationary bike. So your body is moving, but your brain has places to function. You really just need to, like, explore and check in. And it's similar to, like, what I said with, like, going back to swimming. We all know how to take care of ourselves. And we all know how to mostly soothe these anxieties, these insecurities, these pieces of us that make us feel less than because of our experience, because of our lives. Um, And I think that's like the true focus of like Saturn coming out of retrograde. How can you. In this period of transition. In this back to school. Take the time. To honor what's going on with you. To respect what's going on with you. And. Self care. In the best way for you. And maybe it is a nap. And then. Fucking tweet at me. Because I love naps. And I'm going to encourage the shit out of that. But if it's not. And it's running. Which I don't love. I'm still going to encourage you. Give yourself the space to sit with the anxieties you have, sit with the insecurities you have, and find the little things that are going to help. And if you fucking hate school and there's like that pressure to just perform always, maybe set yourself some mini goals this year that aren't academic related. Maybe set those goals of, I'm not going to bite my nails till they bleed because I didn't get the grade I wanted Um, or maybe it's instead of punishing myself because I didn't get the grade and I won't go out with my friends because I'm going to study more you give yourself the space to go and enjoy and live life and have fun and come back to it because I can tell you this really really Whether you got a C or a B or an A, it really doesn't fucking matter as long as you can grind and get your shit done. It doesn't matter. It might matter for an honor roll or it might matter for scholarships or bursaries. But like in the grand scheme of life, it really doesn't matter. And on that note, I saw something as I was scrolling in my like Instagram like suggested shit recently and basically it was like the five by five rule so if it won't matter in five years don't spend five minutes worrying about it. And while I'm not very good at that quite yet, it is something that is easy and it pops back into my mind and helpful, really really helpful. Sometimes the simplest things are the most helpful. I'm going to head out. If you started school this week, if you had little ones starting school this week, if there was a new thing going on for back to school, time for you, you started a new job, new hobby, whatever it is, and it's making you question or freak out, just know that I'm on your side, everyone else is on your side, and you have got this. Lead with love. If you want to peace out, peace out. If you want to take a breath with me, take a breath with me. Bye, guys.